good morning. I'm gonna read the 210th part of Cleges uh, by Christian de Troyes. And this part is part of the part three. Okay, so let's start, let's check it out. Okay. When Fantasy heard these words, she does a spoken reply. Nurse, I commit myself to you and with full confidence in you, will take no steps in my own behalf. I am in your hands, so think of my interests and tell all the people who are here to be taking themselves away. For I am I will and they bother me. So, like a prudent woman, she said to them, My lords, my ladies not well, and desires you all to go away. You are talking loud and making a noise, and the noise is disagreeable to her. She can get no rest or repose so long as you are in the room. I never remember her to have complained to such a sickness as this so violent and serious does it seem. So go away and don't feel hurt. As soon as she had issued this command, they all quickly go away, and Cleges sent for John to come quickly and thus in private spoke to him. John, dost, 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 don't. No, what I'm about to say, though. Art my slave and thy master, and I can give away or sell thy body like a thing which is my own. But if I could trust thee in an affair meditative, thou wouldst go forever free, as well as the hairs, the hairs which may be born of thee. John in his desire for freedom, replies at once, My lord, there is nothing I would not gladly do to see myself, my wife, and my children free. Tell me what your orders uh, are, for nothing can be so hard as to cause me any work or pain, or be hard for me to execute. For that matter, even were it against my will, I must needs obey your commands and give up my own affairs. True, John, but this is a matter of which I hardly dare to speak, unless thou wilt assure me upon my dead oath, thou wilt faithfully give me aid and never betray me. Willingly, sir, John makes reply, have never a fear on that account. For I will swear and pledge my word that, so long as I live, I will never say a word which I think will, 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 will grieve you or cause you harm. Ah, John, even were I to die for it, there is no man to whom I would dare mention the matter in which I desire thy, thy counsel. I would rather have my eye plucked out. I would rather be put to death, my dear, than that thou shouldest speak of it to another man. 
But I hold thee to be so loyal and prudent that I will reveal to thee all my thought. I'm sure thou wilt observe my wishes both by aiding me and holding thy peace. Truly, sir, so uh, help me, God. Then Cleides speaks and explains to him openly the adventurous plan. And when he had revealed the project, as you have heard me setting forth, Then John said that he would promise to construct the sepulchre in accordance with his best skill, and said that he would take him to see a certain house of his which uh, no one yet had ever seen, not even his wife and other child of his. This house which he had built, he would shall show him. If he carried to go with him to the place where in absolutely private he works and paints and carves, he would show him the finest and prettiest place that he had ever seen. Cleitus replies, Let us go thither then. Below the city, in a remote, remote spot, John had expended much labor in the construction of a tower. Thither he conducted Cleitus, leading him through the different stories which were decorated with fine painted pictures. He shows him the rooms and fireplaces, taking him everywhere up and down. Cleitus examines this lonely house where no one lives or has access. He passes from one room to another until he thinks he has seen it all, and he is much pleased with the tower and says he thinks it is very fine. The lady will be comfortable there is a, as long as she lives, for no one will know of her twilling place. No, sir, you are right. She will never be discovered here, but do you think you have seen all of my towering fairy retreat? There still remain rooms so concealed that no man could ever find them out. And if you chose to test the truth of this by investigating as truly as you can, you can never be so shred and clever in your search as to find another story here. Unless I show you and point it out. You must know that baths are not lacking here, for, nor anything else which a lady needs, and which I can't think of or recall. The lady will be here at her easy, below the level of the ground, the tower winds out, as you see, and you cannot anywhere find any entrance door. The door is made of hard stone with such skill an art that you cannot find the crack. Cleges says, These are wonderful things I hear, laid on, and I will follow you. For I am anxious to see all this. Then John started on, taking Cleges by the hand, until he came to a smooth and polished door, all colored and painted over. When John came to the wall, he stopped holding Cleges by the hand, right hand. Sir, He says, there is no one who could see a window or a door in this wall. 
And do you think that anyone could pass through it without using violence or break it, it down? And Cleides replies that he does not think so and that he never thinks so unless he sees it first. Then John says that he shall see it at once. And then and he will open the door and fall wall for him. John, who constructed this piece of work, unfastens the door in the wall and opens it for him, so that he has to use the strength or violence to foresee it. Then one stepping before the other, they descend by a winding stair to a vaulted apartment where John used it to do his work when it pleased him to labor at anything. Sir, he says, of all the men God ever made, no one but us two has ever been where we are now. And you shall see presently how convenient the place is. My advice is that you choose this as your retreat and that your sweetheart be lodged here. These quarters are good enough for such a guest, for... There are bedrooms and bathrooms with hot water in the tubs. Whoever is looking for a comfortable place in which to establish the council, his lady, would have to go a long way before they would find anything so charming. When you shall have explored it truly, you find this place very suitable. Then John showed him everything, fine chambers and painted vaults, pointing out many examples of his work which pleased Cleges much. When they had examined the whole tower, Cleges said, John, my friend, I set you fire free and all your descendants, and my life is absolutely in your hands. I desire that my sweetheart be here all alone, and that no one shall know of it excepting me and you and her. John makes answer. I thank you, sir. Now I have been here long enough. As you have nothing more to do, let us return. That's right, says Cletus. Let us be gone. Then they go away and leave the tower. Upon their return, they hear everyone in the city saying to his neighbor, Don't you know the marvelous news about my lady the Empress? May the Holy Spirit give her health, the gentle and prudent lady, for she lies sick of the grievous maid So that's it, guys. That, that's it for today. Okay, for this morning. For this morning, no. Uh, this is the first recording for this morning and I'll stop now and afterwards I will record more 10 minutes okay so bye bye see ya